Now back to hour number two of Garden Talk with Mr. Mark Weber. Mark, how are you doing this morning? What did you learn last hour of Garden Talk, John Tisdale? Uh, I learned there's 1,500 different types of species in, of, of, of <laughs> mosquitoes. That's what I learned, Mark. And, and what else did you learn that not all of them want to bite you? No, and I was surprised by that, actually, Mark. Yeah. I was very surprised by that. Yeah, and, and along with that as well is that uh, and only the females want to bite you, John Tisdale. Mm-hmm. Because they need your blood. Mm-hmm. And the boys don't even bite you at all. So That's a surprise. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. And, yes. and, 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 and so how's, how's your Red Sox? Good. Uh, they're okay. They're still they're in second place. They're fighting the Yankees, even though they lost last night. I know the Reds are, even though they're playing better, I know they, uh, they <laughs> fell to the Cubbies again last night. Yeah, let's not even go there, John. Sit down. <laughs> As always, folks, in the second hour of Garden Talk, we'll give you lots of expert analysis about your lawn because we'll be joined by Randy Tischer from Green Velvet Sod Farms. Plus, take your calls at 457-1290 right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the second hour of Garden Talk right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Of course, this is a show all about helping you have a better yard gardening and landscaping challenges. My name is Mark Weber, and I have hosted Garden Talk now for over 28 years, and I'd love to hear your questions, your ideas, your passion, your love of plants there's an open line for you. In fact, two of which at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. In this second hour of Garden Talk, we'll be taking your calls and lots of them. Along with that as well, we will be doing what we do best here in Garden Talk, which tell you, give you all the facts about how to grow plants and be successful in your landscape. And without further ado, let's jump aboard on the telephone lines at 457-1290. No matter where you may live, in California or Vermont or in Ohio, give us a call, 457-1290. And let's go talk to Frank and Troy. Frank and Troy, good morning. Good morning, Mark. You've already helped me with a major dilemma today. And what was that? (laughs) It was was listen to the original Green Thumb master. Yeah. Or watch the royal wedding. <laughs> you know, my <laughs> wife. My wife says there'll be nobody listening to Garden Talk tomorrow. They're all going to be watching the royal wedding. So this morning, when I left the house at four a.m., yeah, I kissed her on the head, and she goes, "Is it on yet? Is it on yet?" <laughs> I go, "I don't know if it's on yet." Maybe she was. Maybe she was asking about Garden Talk. No, she was asking. She was all wound up last night about the whole wedding thing and the dresses and the hats and and of course I was like, okay, are we going to look at the gardens there too? And then she goes, oh, shh, quiet. Yeah. If I if I need a good nap later, I'll watch it on YouTube. So, <laughs> how hey, can how, how can I help you, sir? Vidalia onions. I love them. Um, now here's the question: You were talking about growing them. I've never tried to grow them. And, <clears throat> um, my thumb's brown, but uh, you were talking about the the eighty, ninety, hundred days, and then you'll got you'll, you'll have some really good sweet onions. And now the vidalia is is I normally watch for it in the store, you know, in in the spring, mm-hmm. and it, and after they run the course in the spring because they are highly perishable, as you indicate, you know, you really can't find the vidalia anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, if I wanted to plant vidalias, can I do it here other than in the spring? Yeah. Well, you okay. can. This is an onion. You know, sweet onions are short-term onions. Yeah. Okay, these are onions designed to grow, be eaten, and that's it. So, basically, they are, you know, the vidalia is grown predominantly in, 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 in Georgia, in the southern states. I think some are grown in North Carolina, too, in South Carolina. But these are crops that grow very quickly, and they're de- and they don't have a lot of pungency to them. The higher the an onion is pungent, what is more of its storage ability? Does that make okay. sense? Yes, it does. So there are like Texas ten fifteens that tend to show up sometime after Vidalias are done. 
mm-hmm. which are very similar to Vidalia's. There's also the Walla Wallas. And they're all of the white and yellow group, and they're all short day. They're very short season onions. They're designed to grow. They grow rapidly. Um, they don't spend a lot of their plant energy building defenses. Mainly that pungent smell that you get makes you cry. Oh, yeah. Is actually um, chemical defenses that are inside the plant that provided the ability to be stored for a lengthy period of time. And it's one of the reasons why these types of onions have the sweet flavors they do is they lack that chemistry. So um, here in Ohio, what would be the best variety for me to try to grow? Oh, my goodness. Where do we begin? <laughs> well, you know, you can buy um, the, the plants at most local garden centers that are sweet onions. Sure. Um, and there are a number of other varieties out there that, that you just just look up in most seed catalogs. If you look up, uh, let's say right now, I just went on Johnny's Select Seed. I like Johnny's Select Seed. And if you go on there and you would go into their website, you can find what they call intermediate day onions. Short day onions and long day onions. So I would pick like short day onions. Okay. okay. And they have varieties like Gabriel, and which is a yellow one. They have a variety called Desert Sunrise that's a red one. They have one that I've grown before called Yellow Granix. And by the way, Yellow Granix is actually the sweet Vidalia onion. Okay. You may not know that, but it's a Vidalia yeah. type. And there's another variety called Pumpa, and there's a white onion called White Castle. There's a red onion called Chiante. And they're all about as sweet. They're all all sweet, yeah. So what I'm saying is what what we're growing here are short-day onions. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so when you get right down to it, and short-day, you know, short-day basically means they don't take a lengthy period of time to to develop that bulb-like structure that we're going to eat. Does that make sense to you? Makes perfect sense to me, and you asked a question earlier. And I think that, that some of the, the European um, uh, schools where, where they study and, and develop uh, psychological testing and programs is where people who don't like onions need to go and, <laughs> and, and examine their minds, why they don't like I, I just kind of like- I'm just fascinated. Why wouldn't somebody yeah. – I, I would like to get a caller today to explain to me – I realize I have a future son-in-law <laughs> – why I'm motivated by this question. I have a future son-in-law, I'm thinking of weddings today. I have a future son-in-law who does not like onions. Wow. And wow. And, 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 and I guess his mother kind of has the same thing. I mean, they're nice people and everything, but I yet to understand why anybody wouldn't like to eat an onion. I, so, you know what? I remember, I, real, very quickly, I remember uh, I used to love Seinfeld, and, and George... Uh, lost his glasses and and took a bite. He thought he was biting an apple. Took a bite out of an onion, and everybody made fun of him for, for biting the onion. I love to, to eat an onion. Yeah. So anyway, well, thank you, sir. I've, I've got to go turn the wedding on. They're they're, they're getting ready to, to get off the horse. <laughs> well, I think right now they're they're saying their vows according to watch I'm seeing on the television here. So uh, okay, uh, we have TVs inside the studios, but. It, it looks like a very nice event, and the, the grounds outside the uh, wedding facility look beautifully manicured, as all British grounds are. So, from the Leave landscaping and trees perspective, what's well, you know, I've but the only thing I didn't like about it, the castle was it didn't have any nice trees out front. So that was kind of that was kind of disappointing for me. They had some nice hedges and stuff. I saw them drive the car up to, but that was pretty have, cool. Have a great day. I will take care. Bye bye. Four five seven. 1290 Javon let's go to California let's go talk to David David good morning and welcome to Garden Talk hey morning hey uh, a couple of things uh, you, in your earlier hour you were talking about uh, the uh, odd bugs that were showing up and uh, with global warming I mean it sounds like what you're describing is as was predicted that with global warming you're going to have all of these uh, what used to live 100 miles south is now uh, surviving further north because it's the only place that's cool, right? So you've got... David, 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 what's your question, David? Well, it sounds like global warming is happening out there, that you're getting invasive bugs because they're moving north as it's too dang hot down mm-hmm. south. 
Okay, David, this is a show about helping people with gardening and not politics. So I hope you have Are a you really kidding? good day. And thanks for your seminar call, David. 457-1290. See, John Tisdale would appreciate that call. Let's head back to the telephone lines once again. And let's go talk to John in Greenville. John in Greenville, do you like onions? I love onions, yes. Okay, good. I'm glad to talk to you versus that crazy guy called David from California. He's <laughs> he's 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 called Garden Talk before. He's what they call a seminar caller. So, John from Greenville, how may I help you with your oak trees? Hello. Yes, go ahead, David. Oh, oh no, this is John. John, I'm sorry. That's right. Yeah, I um, walked out of my house the other morning, and I have a large oak tree there in the front yard, and it literally looked like it was snowing. I thought it was pollen, and it was thousands and thousands of little tiny mite worms. Looks like little grains of rice. Just wondering what might be going on there. Were they attached to any type of string or tether, so to speak? No, they literally was just falling all the way around the tree, and literally thousands of them. And what color? And what color were they? White. Well, they were white. Okay. And it looked like it was snowing. I actually thought it was pollen at first, but my scooter was sitting there with the cover on it, and when I walked out to the cover, you could just see piles of these little worms wiggling around. Hmm. I'd like to see what you saw. Because <laughs> what you've just what you described, and the only thing that that I can think of that I've seen on oaks is a, a number of them have been dropping um, their 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 pollen um, um, flowers here of of late all over the landscape, um, and it it does kind of have a round whitish kind of look to it, but I haven't seen any that have anything crawling inside of I them. Look, well. The, every one of these were just, they. Uh, you could see where they had crawled all over the front of my truck uh, mm-hmm. on the windshield and left little trails where they were wiggling around. Literally thousands and thousands of them. I mean, the only thing that I can think of that you saw there may have been um, an inse- insect called the inchworm or called the uh, a spring canker worm. Uh-huh. They, they can do what you've described at a great great numbers but but without without seeing what this insect looks like good sir i really can't guide you if that's exactly what is at in in case here in this situation well we will give your office a call and see what we can say yeah well if you've got do you have photographs of any of this yes i do um why don't you mail email me some photographs at m m as in mark Weber, W-E-B-B-E-R, at WeberLandscaping.com. I'd be most curious to see what you have seen. All right. I appreciate your help, sir. All right, sir, and thank you, and I hope you have a good rest of your Saturday. And you too. Take care. Bye-bye. More Garden Talk shall continue after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, everybody. Sergeant Mark here. I have a question for you. How's the outside of your house look? Is it time to freshen things up with a new coat of paint? If you said yes, let me make a recommendation to you. Call Serta Pro Painters and reserve your spot for the summer exterior painting schedule. I have found Serta Pro in the times that they've worked for me to be fast, thorough, reliable. Have them come out to your home for a free detailed estimate. Now, they've done several projects for me, including a complete exterior paint job, and I was completely satisfied, and it was great to hear the positive comments from my friends and neighbors. I really believe you'll be as satisfied with the results as I was. Here's the number, 800-GO-CERTA. That's 800-G-O-C-E. E-R-T-A, CERTA with a C. You can also go to their website, CERTAPRO.com. Each CERTAPRO painter's business is independently owned and operated. If you need commercial work done, they also handle commercial projects. The number again, G-O-C-E-R-T-A, go CERTA, that's CERTA with a C, CERTA Pro Painters. We do painting, you do life. Hi, I'm Terry Anderson from Brookhaven Retirement Community. We know you have many options for retirement living in the area. We would like to show you why Brookhaven is retirement living at its best. 
Please join us Thursday, May 31st at 10 a.m. for tours of our beautiful campus along with lunch, all complimentary. You must pre-register and there will be a limited availability, so call today to reserve your spot, 937-833-4006. Brookhaven Retirement Community. Expect to be impressed. Could you retire sooner than you think and with greater financial security? Hello, I'm David Gaylor, president of Tradewinds Financial Group. I'm also the author of Income Allocation. You will learn strategies to create a dependable, sustainable, and predictable income stream for your retirement. You'll also learn critical information about the two risks you must manage for a successful retirement. Learn more about these strategies and give Tradewinds Financial Group a call. 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. Let's play in the dirt again during our annual Sun and Shade Sale now through Sunday, May 20th. Stock Slagers grows impatience and petunias in a variety of colors. Mix or match, buy one pack, get one free. Or select a six-pack of Sun Patience for $11.99. They flourish in sun or shade. Hurry, quantities are limited. The Sun and Shade Sale ends this Sunday, May 20th, one mile west of New Lebanon on US 35. Stock Slagers Greenhouse Garden Center. The future's coming fast, so Spectrum's getting faster. Hey, there's going to be billions of connected devices in the next few years. Someone's got to power this stuff. That's why Spectrum is accelerating internet speed starting at 100 megs across their fiber-powered network to keep everything, and that means everything, connected. So bring on the next big thing, and the next big thing after that. Spectrum is here to power it. Are you ready for what's next? Spectrum. Think forward. To learn more, visit Spectrum.com. It's our annual Smith Brothers of Burn Furniture Sale at Gallery Home Furnishings in Inglewood. 40% off plus 48 months interest free. We also have Amish bedroom, dining room, and occasional furniture made right here in Ohio. 48 months interest free is on everything in the store. GalleryHomeFurnishings.com. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, Call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. He's been a favorite for many years. Great traffic reporter. I grew up listening to him. Helping you get to work and get home for over three decades. Dayton's most trusted traffic authority is Sergeant Mark Bowen on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Garden Talk here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. We'll see the chance for a few more showers, maybe a couple of thunderstorms once again today with the better chances coming later this afternoon into the evening hours. The stronger storms will look to stay off to our east. It will once again be a warm and breezy day with highs in the middle to upper 70s. We should dry out overnight tonight. I'm Debugger Brett Collor of the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows overcast skies right now, but along with all of that, uh, we do have a little bit of rain off to our west that seems to be hovering along the Ohio-Indiana line. We'll keep an eye on that as well. It's a beautiful morning here in southwest Ohio, 66 in downtown Dayton, 65 in Wilmington, 67 at my house on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you would like to be part of this morning's Garden Talk show, I have an open line for you and uh, would love to hear, do you like um, onions? Do you like anything like that? I'd love to talk to you about it, what you like and what you don't like, and uh, that's what we do here on Garden Talk. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast. And what we do here on Garden Talk is give you the expertise and the analysis of how trees and plants grow and how to best manage them. Coming up in the next half hour Garden Talk, we will be joined by Randy Tischer from Green Velvet Sod Farms. And uh, Randy will be joining us live here on the show. And uh, Randy is going to be giving us some great information as he always does here on Garden Talk 
about why you shouldn't use your lawn clippings that have been treated with pesticides in your garden. Um, some really important m information that will make a big, 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 big difference in uh, <laughs> you not having some damage and you having some damage. And of course, what we do on Garden Talk, folks, is help you with not having damage, but having a better yard, garden, and landscape. Also, I want to share with all of you as well that coming up uh, in the next hour of Garden Talk, we're going to do What Plant I Am. Along with that as well, we are going to be talking to John Scott from Knollwood about the wonderful world, I believe, of hydrangeas and how hydrangeas can work in so many different places in your landscape. And along with that as well, taking your calls at 457-1290. You know, the last few years, um, this particular pest uh, called the ambrosia beetle has been showing up all over the place on a number of uh, plants and, and it's kind of a scary deal. Um, when you first see it, what you're going to see is you're going to see a stem of a plant with these like wood threads or like frass toothpicks that are protruding out of the bark of the plant. Um, this is how we identify this particular insect. These frass, when we call frass, frass is where when the insect eats part of um, the tree or the plant, it, it exhumes this material that's mixed with sawdust, which is basically fecal matter. And inside, it kicks it out. And as it does so, it creates these galleries. And the ambrosia beetle literally sets up a set of galleries that includes the, a fungus that lives in the gallery. And because the fungus is in the gallery, the insect can live off of the fungus while the fungus derives the benefit of the plant. Um, many cases when we find this particular insect with associated is of the plants that are of high stress, and it would be uh, keep in mind that they only pick you typically ambrosia beetles work on trees and plants that are unhealthy. So keeping them healthy is one of the best defenses against ambrosia beetles. And if you'd like to learn more about ambrosia beetles, go to gardentalkblog.com. More Garden Talk shall continue after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. 730, I'm John Tisdale with the WHIO News Update. Our top story, the suspect in the Santa Fe, Texas school shooting has been charged with capital murder. More rain likely both today and tomorrow, and there could be a few storms as well. I'm Duvaldish Brett Collar. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Not WHIO Triple Team Traffic. We have a report of a two-vehicle crash in Kettering. It's on Far Hills Avenue near Winding Road. Got a report of a disabled vehicle in Dayton. It's on Dayton, Germantown Pike and Weaver Road. Top story, the suspected gunman in the Santa Fe, Texas school shooting has been charged with capital murder of multiple persons. Fox's Dub McKelway is in Santa Fe, Texas, and describes the timeline. It was at 7.38 yesterday morning that 17-year-old Demetrius Pagortsis walked into an arts class here. He was a junior at this school. He opened fire with a 38 caliber revolver and also a shotgun that some say was sawed off, killing 10, wounding 10 others. Pagortsis intended to commit suicide, according to Governor Greg Abbott but he apparently lacked the courage to do so. The suspect is being held without bail on charges with capital murder. Later this morning, authorities in Santa Fe will allow parents, the staff, and students to retrieve their cars and other belongings. The Ohio Supreme Court has upheld the death sentence for a condemned killer who argued his sentence was unfair because the man who fatally stabbed the victim received a life sentence. Death row inmate Austin Myers was sentenced to die for the 2014 killing in southwestern Ohio of childhood friend Justin Back during a burglary. W WHIO's Damian Burrs with team coverage. The court rejected Myers' argument in a unanimous decision, saying he had a large role in the killing, including the planning. Harrison Township crews were dispatched to Riverside Drive early this morning on report of a vehicle crash. We're told the driver lost control and hit a tree. One person was hurt and taken to the hospital. And happening right now in Windsor, the royal wedding. Will you take Meghan to be your wife? Will you love her, comfort her, 
honour and protect her, and forsaking all other, be faithful to her as long as you both shall live. I will. Meghan Markle was also asked the same question and said, I will. You can watch live video of the royal wedding on our website, whio.com. Here's the exclusive WHIO Storm Center 7 forecast. We'll see the chance for a few more showers, maybe a couple of thunderstorms once again today, with the better chances coming later this afternoon into the evening hours. The stronger storms will look to stay off to our east. It will once again be a warm and breezy day with highs in the middle to upper 70s. We should dry out overnight tonight. I'm Debugger Brett Collor, the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Latest scan of the live Doppler 7 HD radar, seeing some light rain just south of Salina, also seeing some light showers uh, just north of Eaton in Preble County, just near, uh, just north of the uh, I-70 in northern portions of Preble County. It is currently uh, 64 degrees in Troy. We have 64 degrees in Springfield, 66 degrees in Dayton at 733. If news breaks, we break in Immediately, I'm John Tisdale on Dayton's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, and 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Depend on it. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA-certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. We surveyed gardeners to ask why they love to garden. The answers? To be outside, to watch things grow. It's relaxing, rewarding, and most of all, just to play in the dirt. This is John from NOLA Garden Center. The survey said gardeners love perennials, the plants that come back year after year. There's good reasons. Size, shape, color of blooms, sun, shade, short or tall, perennials are key to a great garden. NOLA Garden Center and Landscaping in Beaver Creek, we're gardeners just like you. One bite of the first garden tomato reminds me of Howard Brown. When I was a kid, we would sit on his porch counting the days until his tomatoes would be red, ripe, and delicious. Store-bought ones never compared to Howard's. They still don't. Now when I bring tomatoes from the garden into the kitchen, I tell Angie, Howard says hello. She smiles. She knows the story. This is John from Knollwood Garden Center. Plant your own tomato memories this year. Knollwood Garden Center and Landscaping in Beaver Creek. We're gardeners just like you. This is Clark Howard. If breaking news happens, we break in anytime. How can you grow a better lawn? Let's go in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, Mr. Tisher. Well, we don't have to complain about not having enough rain. I think we're, we got that one solved for a day or two. Do you like onions? Yeah, I like onions. What's your favorite kind of onion? <laughs> You're always asking about kinds of this and types of that. And Let's see here. Uh, what kind of onions have I ever heard of? Uh, I've heard of, uh, what, Vidalia onions? Mm-hmm. It's short I, uh, Oh, I had somebody from uh, Washington State send me uh, Walla Walla. Mm-hmm. Uh, he thought that Walla Walla onion was the best onion ever, ever, ever to see the sunlight of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, of the sky. But uh, that's probably the only two that I know the names of. So I'm probably a horrible disappointment when it comes to... Uh, no, you're uh, not a horrible disappointment. I'm just... I'm pretty proud that I know two names about onions. Well, they're both short. And the, and the thing is, is those names of Walla Walla and 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 uh and vidalia are just kind of like catch-all names for actual varieties of of plants that are grown so and you know randy we can grow those here and produce some pretty tasty stuff but he had a he he gave me a big old walla walla onion and and a favorite home recipe for um onion rings and uh he had that's uh, that, he said that was the best onion to, for onion rings and uh, so we uh, we tried that out and I think we did a halfway decent job with it. Yeah, yeah, and and it's a it's a the fun thing about him is is onions. I just can't believe somebody wouldn't want to eat onions, but it's okay. 
Oh, I eat onions all the time, and I love—I don't know what kind they are, but the, you know, little little onions, uh, you know, that you just uh, nibble on, uh, long stringy things. Uh, I eat the whole daggone thing—the the white part and the green part and the whole daggone thing. But uh, right. what are those called? Uh, you know, green, like a gr- like green green onion, maybe. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Now you're going to make me. Now, as soon as I get done talking to you, I'm going to have to start googling onions and find out what it is that I'm eating. Okay. Well, Mr. Tisher, um, you know, you brought up a very interesting blog post today at GardenTalkBlog.com about um, how you shouldn't be using your treated lawn clippings in the garden. Please share. Well, you know, uh, just so happens that we've gotten a a lot of uh, a lot of calls about uh, uh, about using grass clippings for vegetable gardens and. You know, I, I'm I'm all for uh, uh, well. Number one, let's talk about grass clippings in general. You never want to collect grass clippings. The old days, people would collect grass clippings, and you'd see those bags and bags of bags of grass clippings on the sidewalk for the for the trash man to haul to the landfills. And uh, and fortunately, that's all stopped. We uh, we don't collect grass clippings anymore. We we let them go back into the the, the landscape and. And, uh, you know, we don't haul that grass clippings away. But many people use grass clippings for uh, mulch beds. Mm-hmm. And uh, in specific, we were getting calls this week about using grass clippings for vegetable gardens, which shouldn't be a problem, with one exception. If you are using grass clippings that have been treated with, uh, most recently, your, your pre-emergent herbicides like uh, uh, barricade or uh, dimension that I up here. Those herbicides are still within that uh, that that plant, and uh, and we don't think it's a real good thing to be using uh, leaf clippings that have that herbicide, you know, within that plant cell in your vegetable gardens. So I just would be careful about uh, about where your leaf clippings are coming from if you're going to be using them in a vegetable garden. Right. And, uh, and so that's sort of the, the take-home message. It seems pretty simple, pretty common sense, but, uh, but some people uh, uh, may not be thinking about it when they're, when they're collecting their clippings and using them in different places in their uh, landscape like, uh, like a vegetable garden. Well, and it's, it's also, you know, the take-home message is, is leave those grass clippings, ladies and gentlemen, um, on your lawn, <laughs> yep. Yeah, because these these will, for all intensive purposes, ladies and gentlemen, um, will rebuild the organic matter in the soil, and they will not change. Um, they will only improve the soil, and by removing them, you are going to likely improve, likely decrease the amount of organic matter. Um, in the soil um, as well. Mr. Yeah, they've got a little bit of your, you know, every time you fertilize uh, mm-hmm. that fertilizer, there's a little part of that fertilizer in that leaf of the plant. And, uh, you know, anytime you remove that, you're hauling your fertilizer away. So just keep it right there in your landscape and that plant can take advantage of it. And that's organic matter that goes right back into the soil. So yep. and these, these mulching mowers today, just grind that stuff up and put it right back in the soil. So just let it let it be. Exactly. And so are are you watching the, the royal wedding? Uh I'm not, but I can guarantee that my uh my youngest daughter, who is uh is uh is actually getting married here in a couple of weeks and uh she I I'm I'm almost sure she got up at four o'clock this morning and and, and watching it and I I know I I, uh, I saw my mother for a brief instant this morning and I don't know if she's been up since four o'clock this morning, but I know she's glued to the TV set too. So, uh, <laughs> so some of my family are uh, are definitely watching it. I, however, uh, am not. <laughs> Mr. Tisher, as always, thank you so much for being with us, and we will talk to you very soon. You got a deal, Mark. All right, take care, Randy. Thanks a lot. You bet. Bye bye. 
You've been in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Zod Farms. Our Ask the Expert phone lines are open to answer your gardening and landscape questions. Call Mark Weber at 457-1290. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That'll put you into... The Master Control Studios, where our executive producer is ready to take your calls at 457-1290. That's 457-1290, where you can be part of Garden Talk and where we'll be happy to answer your questions about your lawn, your garden, and your landscape. I want to begin uh, this section of Garden Talk to talk a little bit about how the roots of plants work. Um. The roots of plants are critical for plants to have the ability to anchor the plant into the ground. Um, They additionally will provide the important um, tools for that plant to be able to absorb water, um, for that plant to absorb uh, minerals and important um, nutrition out of the soil. And the roots also are a place where... Um, the plant has the ability to exchange gases that build up in the plant's root system. And finally, it's a place where the plant um, has a place that it stores that energy that it creates upstairs inside the um, plant's um, system in which it grows. Meaning that every time that a plant begins to grow um, leaves or when it grows Um, um, needles and it undergoes the uh, process of photosynthesis Um, that accumulation of material is called carbohydrates and those carbohydrates are then utilized by the plant um, for storage and that storage is used for the plant's ability to um, use to grow in the spring Um, to maintain itself during different parts of the season. And it also, that energy is utilized by the plant to defend itself against diseases and insects and to deal with decay in the case of trees. And so that energy, ladies and gentlemen, is stored in the root system. So when you are building a house or constructing a shed or installing something near the root system of a tree or another plant, there is a likelihood um, that that plant will be damaged related to the construction activities that happen in and near those subject plants. So let's kind of begin today um, talking um, about what the main issue is when it comes to Um, um, how to protect plants during the course of construction. Keep in mind that you probably need to work with a ISA certified arborist. Now, certified arborists are people that have been trained and educated in the world of trees. In many cases, they are people who have good knowledge and understanding of how to manage trees under construction. So let's begin with saying is that you have to decide which trees are going to be likely candidates for construction and others that are not going to be um, likely candidates for construction. And let me explain why. Many times that trees that are going to be exposed to construction damages, that will many cases will not survive that process because of the amount of root system that is destroyed and more so how much of that plant will have its root system loss related to those events. So with that being said, deciding which plants will have the possibility to be uh, managed and kept during the construction process, it's first of all very important to select trees that are in very good healthy condition and plants that have um, good structural analysis, meaning that they have good branches and, and, and stems that are going to be able to manage the conditions in which are going to happen. Because facts, facts are facts. The root system extends way past the drip line of the tree in many cases of trees. 
So it's important for you to realize that if you are going to select a tree to be saved during construction, you need to determine if that tree has any capability, ladies and gentlemen, of being salvaged. And we'll talk a little bit today, a little bit later this morning about how to determine that. But generally speaking, if you've got a 10 inch tree, um, there should be no construction at least, at least 10 feet radius. And that's from the center point of the tree out to where the uh, trees are not, you know, where the other trees nearby are not going to be affected by it. So with that being said, give us a call if we can help you today at 457-1290 here on Garden Talk. That's 457-1290. And when we come back, more Garden Talk shall continue after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Find new roads to savings at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. The intersection of Routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg is the place you'll find dependable transportation. Great deals, no doubt, every day. For a young family member driving to and from school, for a person who spends a lot of time working on the road, or a parent who doubles as a shuttle service, you'll always find a great deal at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. Come see us and discover a big city selection of trucks, cars, vans, and SUVs. Dave Kale specializes in hard-to-find trucks. Think spring. Think comfortable driving. Dave says you'll always get a warm reception at his dealership. We urge you to take the easy country drive where you'll find no hassles, minimum time at the dealership, plus our great selection of GM-certified used vehicles. Find new roads to Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks, routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg. Visit their website, DaveKehlChevrolet.com. Call 1-800-886-1000 to get started. For over 30 years, the place to save is Dave Kale's Chevrolet. If keeping up the beauty of your home, lawn, and landscape is at the top of your to-do list, you're in good company. Hi, this is Randy with Green Velvet Sod Farms, and we are the spring season's biggest fan because, for us, it means all things outside your window will be waking up and showing off their natural green beauty, including your lawn. Since 1959, Green Velvet has been your trusted local supplier of Ohio's most beautiful Kentucky bluegrass and turf-type tall fescue sod. You can count on us to provide you with products to keep your landscape healthy and thriving with our top-quality grass seeds, fertilizers, weed control products, and much more. But quality products are just the tip of the grass blade here at Green Velvet. We've built our business on relationships with people who trust the knowledge and advice of our team of turf professionals. Visit one of our four Dayton or Columbus locations or online at greenvelvet.com for solutions to your specific lawn care needs. It's easy to be green with Green Velvet. Your local in-the-grass experts for 59 years and growing. David Cemetery offers many options for your cremation, from niches in our mausoleums and columbariums to a ground burial in our traditional grave spaces or scattering in our remembrance circle. Like traditional burial, placing a cremation in a columbarium or mausoleum niche offers family and friends a physical location for memorialization. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. America's Best Choice Windows and Doors is the number one fastest growing window and door company in the Miami Valley. Stop by our showroom at 100 North Sunset Drive in Piqua, Ohio to see our full line of Provia windows and doors. Or call us for a free quote at 937-570-6785. Because your first choice should always be America's Best Choice Windows and Doors. American made. American strong. American proud. It's our annual Smith Brothers of Burn Furniture Sale at Gallery Home Furnishings in Inglewood. 40% off plus 48 months interest free. We also have Amish bedroom, dining room, and occasional furniture made right here in Ohio. 48 months interest free is on everything in the store. Galleryhomefurnishings.com. When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118. 
As a parent myself, keeping my family safe is huge, and I know it is for you, too. We've doubled down here on WHIO and News Center 7 to relay any credible threats, scams, and activity that could involve security breaches at schools here in the Miami Valley throughout the day, on air and by push alert. Depend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO when it counts. Good morning, everybody. It's 751. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. We'll see the chance for a few more showers, maybe a couple of thunderstorms once again today with the better chances coming later this afternoon into the evening hours. The stronger storms will look to stay off to our east. It will once again be a warm and breezy day with highs in the middle to upper 70s. We should dry out overnight tonight. I'm Debogadish Brett Collor, the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar is a clear um, but we do have some rain shower activity that's popping up here, there, in the next place. A little bit of it's showing up right now along the Ohio-Indiana line. We currently at 66 degrees on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and news. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you would like to be part of this morning's broadcast, I would love to speak to you about whatever is going on in your gardening world, maybe you've got questions about uh, how to select and choose um, a lawnmower. Maybe you've got uh, questions about how to uh, uh, find a new way to develop uh, a garden area in your landscape. Maybe you're thinking about, um, let's just say it, let's think about it. Maybe you're thinking about, is it too late to plant um, vegetables in your landscape? And maybe do you think, is it related to... Um, something else that's going on in your garden? Well, let's talk about that. Maybe you've got a question about a particular um, unique plant in your landscape that you would like to add into your yard. Um, I would love to talk to you today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That'll put you into the Master Control Studios here at WHIO Radio where we're always happy to help you with whatever is going on in your landscape. Um, I'd also like to talk just a little bit later today um, about when you pick and choose and use um, pesticides in your landscape. Keep in mind that pesticides are designed to control something. It could be a disease. It could be an insect. It could be a weed. It could be a number of different things. But I'm going to talk a little bit about how to manage those issues, mainly from the standpoint of picking and choosing them based on what is going to provide you the most control. But keep in mind that those same products have the potential to do severe damage to other plants and other things in your landscape. So take the time, be sure to read the label thoroughly, um, before you select and choose those types of things well before, because otherwise you are going to end up possibly damaging or hurting something in your landscape. 457-1290, that's 457-1290, that's here on Garden Talk, where we're more than happy to talk to you about whatever is going on in your gardening world. And of course, if you've got a gardening question, we've got an open line for you at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. And uh, Javon is our executive producer extraordinaire, and he's always happy um, to be, have you part of this morning's broadcast. Let's get, oh, let's see what Javon's doing there. Oh, he's getting somebody lined up for me. 457-1290. And, of course, later on this morning, we'll be talking to John Scott from Knollwood. We'll be talking about a very interesting thing that's called hydrangeas. And we're going to talk about how there's one for every garden out there. Let's head to talk to Mark and Monroe. Good morning, Mark and Monroe. How are you? I'm doing well, Mark. How about yourself? I'm well, sir. How can I help you? I've got two questions for you today, if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, the first one is concerning uh, transplanting some uh, tall garden flocks. Uh, I planted them uh, several years ago, and now with uh, the growth, I've realized that I planted them a little too close to some uh, uh, shrubs that I have. And 
since they started blooming, I'm wondering if I've waited too long to transplant them this year. Uh, another spot. As far as the flocks is concerned? Pardon me? You want to transplant garden flocks? Is that what I heard? Yes. Is this I the, need to move them to a different spot. Is this garden. is this a creeping flocks or an upright flocks? Upright. Upright. Um, yep. I would say you could, with the way the weather is right now, you could probably do it. And let me explain how I would do it. I would come in and remove most of the plant, reduce it by at least 33 to 44, maybe 50%. Okay. And then I would take a shovel and I would lift up the clump and I would make sure the clump was pretty kind of oversized. So right. that my clump would probably be, I give myself probably four to six additional inches on either side of the clump when I would pull it up. Okay. And then I would transplant it and move it to the location. And, okay. and then I would water the snot out of it. Okay. And you should be okay. You may have some little bit of dieback, but you're probably going to end up with a plant that's probably going to die, die back just a little bit, but probably regrow from the bottom up. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Does that help you? Uh, it sure does. Uh, and I've got a second question. Uh, I was uh, I, I stopped at the Myers the other day and bought some uh, uh, weed killer uh, that uh, would not harm the grass. And brought it home, put it in the garage, and uh, the next day I went out to spray some dandelions out in the yard. And uh, unfortunately, I noticed that I had some left over from last year, so I grabbed last year's and started spraying it. And didn't notice until after the fact that what I was spraying was actually grass and weed killer. Ouch. So now I've got uh, all these small brown patches of dead grass throughout my lawn. And uh, what's what was the active ingredient in that product, sir? Uh, I'm not sure. It's uh, it was Weed Begone was the brand name. Okay, this uh, is this is why brand names don't mean diddly squat. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what matters is active ingredient. If you want to find out what the active ingredient is and call us back, I can probably help you on how to manage this. Okay. Okay. Because what matters is is what the active ingredient is because there is a really, you know, depending on what it is, you could have gotten some material that's going to have some residual damage that's going to require some other issues um, along with it. Okay? So we'll be on the air here till almost 9 o'clock this morning. So if you, if you want to check that label and call me back, I'll be happy to help you, Okay. Thank you, Mark. I Thank, appreciate it. I look forward to your call back, sir. Well, okay. Thank I'll you, sir. i try to be more careful as well. Yes, sir. I understand. <laughs> give, give us a call back, okay? All righty. Thank right. you. Thank you. Folks, that'll wrap it up for our number two of Garden Talk. And uh, stay tuned. Stand by. Head off to the newsroom with John Tisdale. He'll give us an update on the re- region as well as the world. And along with that as well, we'll be taking your calls at 457-1290. That's 457-1290 as we continue with the third and final hour of Garden Talk right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.